then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello, and welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Mickey. And my name is Sam. And we are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome. I will say off the hop, if this is your first time listening, this is not a super polished podcast in where life is paused while we record. Life happens around us. And so I say that because at any point, babies could be barging in here for lunch or naps or whatever they're outside playing in the snow right now but just a fair warning if your kind of podcast that you like to listen to doesn't include life around it then this is not the podcast for you (laughs) okay so that's all out of the way are you okay i'm feeling energy in energy centers okay before talking about this book okay and this book that we are talking about is called The Heart of the Soul. It's about emotional awareness by Gary Zukov. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like I'm almost exhausted from reading it. So can we start from the beginning? Yeah, you start. Okay. You start. So um, I might have mentioned it. I did talk about the fact that we are all stars on the last time that we chatted. Yes. And I, that was drawn from the book, um, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. So uh, I've made the intention to read more this year. Um, I, it served me very well in the past, and I was like, I'm going to get back to this. And just up the road from us is a library, basically. So I, it's Babs house. So <laughs> I, <laughs> again, first time listener, that's my mother-in-law and someone we talk about frequently on this podcast. Yeah, She's like yeah. our Oracle. She's like our Oprah. She's our, our Oprah. own personal Oprah that lives up own. the street. And she has this stupid, large library of self-development books. She's been reading this for ever. Mm, a long time. Like 20 plus years. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, I was talking to her about books and I was going to buy some online and she's like, you know, before you buy one, you should just see if it's there in my library. I'm like, valid point. And there's probably books there I don't even know about. Right. right? Or wouldn't know to go buy. So I was like, I want to walk up there and grab a book. So yeah, we take the lovely walk up towards the house and I wanted to pick a book that I was drawn to. And um, the title was Heart of the Soul. And I was like, okay, I w- would like to learn more about my heart chakra, like the energy in my heart. I have been experiencing heart flutters for years. And sometimes it like, it's, I don't want to say dramatic because it doesn't send me to the hospital, but it... Well, it pauses you. Pauses like it my... Makes, you notice it. Yeah. And yeah. it actually stops my breathing for a sec. Like I have to cough and then I can kind of breathe again. It sounds more dramatic it than it is. sounds really scary. <laughs> it's, it is an, it's a weird thing, right? And yeah. so like I've had it checked out and there's been no cause and there's nothing that every time they take pictures of my heart or whatever, it's always like, there's nothing wrong with your heart. So I'm like, okay. And it doesn't interrupt my day so much that it bothers me, but I'm... This at this point of doing all this work, I'm like, there's something to pay attention to here. Mm-hmm. So the heart of the soul, it was like, I'd love to learn more about my heart spiritually and what that means. So that's why I was drawn to this book. And 
I'm reading it, just even in the first pages, I'm like, wow, this ties really closely to the book I just read, Becoming Supernatural. Right. Talking about energy centers in this in your body and how um how they I, I just want to say like point blankly, they impact your reality. That's right. Like that's this is what I figured out with this book. I'm like, oh, this is the answer. Like right. <laughs> this is it. Like it's about mastering your internal world to affect your external world. Right. It's not about mastering your external world to right. feel the change in your body. Yeah. It's totally the opposite. It's totally the opposite of mastering what's going on inside your body, the emotions that you experience and how you transmute them into loving energy, which I know we're going to be diving into in this episode, but this is what this book gave me. It was like, I got all of this theory and all of the practical um, explanation for why this is a thing, like why our energy is so important and how it shapes our lives. I got that from Becoming Supernatural. It gave me all the data. It gave me all the graphs and it showed me the energetic aura that's coming off of our bodies. It gave me all the things. And then the heart of the soul, it really dove into the how you navigate this emotionally. How do you navigate and that's what it's about, right? Our energy is our emotions. So it's like, how do you navigate your emotions? How do you kind of gain control back and transmute it into this loving energy? So that's what this book is kind of wrapped up in a nutshell. Yeah. What it, what the purpose of the book is. Yeah. It's... And yeah. then I gave it to you after I read it. Yeah. You were like, you got to read this. And like, you're getting near the end of it and you're like, oh yeah, you really got to read this. <laughs> So like looking forward to it, right? Because I'm like, I've always considered myself quite an emotional person. And I'm like, oh, this is great. More emotional awareness. Like, I don't think you can ever have enough of emotional awareness, right? Like Mm. even just the title. I'm like, great. Like, let's learn more about this. And this book kicked my ass. (laughs) Like I would say five times or five times where I'm like, this is really hard for me to keep reading. And as I was thinking that, the next line was, was that really hard for you to read? Wow. And I was like, (laughs) my stomach hurts. Like my heart hurts. My solar plexus hurts. Like I can feel it in my body, how this book can fucking see me. And I'm like, stop looking at me. (laughs) It's like, it's pointing out all of the parts that you avoid. And you think that you totally have a handle on, but you don't. And it just calls you out. Like it called me out. And I was like, I just, this is really difficult. I was saying right before, quickly before we started recording that I, I feel like this episode is going to go in the same boat. I can't remember the name of the other episode, but it's one of the earlier ones that we did where we recognize our biggest flaws. I think that's what the title is. Yes. We realize what our biggest flaws are. Yes. And uh, mine was victimhood, which I still have remnants of but I'm much more aware of it now Mm. like it's like okay right like you can't fix anything if you have no awareness of it right henceforth this book comes barging into my life and yeah it was just it just pointed out so many things that I was like this is just this is tough (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll also just say kind of quickly that this book is the sequel to The Seed of the Soul, which is actually, I think, is probably more commonly known. And it was featured on, you know, Oprah's book club and that whole thing. So actually, I started reading that book and I didn't find it to be as as much practical guidance as right. this book. Right. So I actually kind of gave up on that book. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it'll call, call my name another time, but yeah, I just feel like this book is really helpful. Yeah. Like very clear and helpful. It is very clear and helpful, but there's parts of it that I found confusing, which is why I'm glad we're having this conversation. Okay. So the biggest thing that they... I say they because it's Gary Zukov and um, his co-writer, Linda Francis. They say, what is it? Authentic power. Yes. Authentic power in your life. In order to do that is to have 100% emotional awareness all the time. Yes. And I'm like, I, who does that? <laughs> who has that? I think all the, it's like, Buddhists. I was going to say people that sit in gardens all day. Yeah. Because I'm like, that does not feel attainable as like a mom of two babies like I'm just like I what there's a lot that's a lot (laughs) (laughs) like I have to have my emotional awareness all the time like that's I can have it after the fact you know and like do my best in the moment I I have been practicing this more and I've actually been talking to Mason about it where we I'm like do you ever have this moment where you like they do something and then you look at them and it's like time pauses for a second and then you're like I could do this I could do this I could do this I could do this like all of your options come up Mm. as like how do I handle this situation and it used to just be like I would explode because like I wasn't sleeping I wasn't taking care of myself I wasn't being emotionally aware I was just like like my energy would just come out of course he talks about that in this book but now it's gotten to a place where i'm like that hasn't worked for me in the past Mm. right like i've tried those outbursts of frustration or anger whatever and it doesn't work Mm -hmm. toddlers don't like that so you quickly (laughs) you have to pivot (laughs) well they just learn that that's how they they do that's how they respond yeah they just yell back because they're like well you just did it yeah so you're like so you have to be like craftier than them which is really hard don't underestimate the manipulative tendencies of a toddler. Um, they figure you out quick. <laughs> so you have to pivot. You have to learn how to maneuver a situation in your most highest self way. Like you're trying to model for them mm. what you do when you're frustrated. Yeah. And to think of that in the moment is incredibly challenging. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, this book is suggesting that. You understand all of your energy centers, right? There's seven of them. Yes. Is that right? Yes. It's like your chakras. It is your chakras. Yeah. yeah. All so through your seven, body. So that's how the book starts. It introduces you to all of these energy centers. Yeah. And when we are provoked or whatever, when a situation comes up in our external environment, it activates an, a center. A physical. That's what they say. They're like, emotions actually are physical sensations. Yes. They're not like, because everyone's like, physically, emotionally, spiritually. It's like, no, no. No, emotions are physical. Yes. Like, don't, so true. don't negate the actual physical embodiment, literally. Yes. Embodiment of yes. your emotions. Your body is like 
embodying those emotions. I don't yes. know how else to say that. Yeah, physically, <laughs> there's physical sensations, there's physical yes. responses, there's chemical um, releases, like there's things happening in your body. Physically. When, when you have an emotion. Yeah. So, and the question, the big question is, when you are provoked or when you have um, an emotional response, where is it in your body? Where do you feel it? Where do you feel it so in your body? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to pause. Yeah. And instead of focusing on your response to the external situation, yeah. you're supposed to focus on what's happening in, in your, your body because that brings you to a moment of present awareness of yes. the present moment. Yes. Right. So that's like mastery, right? Like yeah. that's like... What are they? I keep forgetting the word. Authentic power. Authentic power. So yeah. when you do that, when you gain awareness, you, okay, so let's say, for example, you get, something happens and you feel hurt. You feel sad. Okay. So if you tune in into your body in that moment, you're like, oh my gosh, my chest hurts. Like right. my heart hurts. Right. right. Like I can feel the pain in my heart. Yeah. Okay. So then. What is that chakra trying to tell me? What right. is that? What is the purpose of that chakra? What is it trying to tell me, right? I don't feel loved right now. I don't feel supported. I don't feel cared for. I feel alone. I feel sad. Like it's all of that story wrapped up. And then you're like, okay, let's unravel this a bit, right? And, mm-hmm. and so you say, am I unloved? Am I right, not right. supported? Right. Am I not cared for? No. Oh, well, all of that like, clearly isn't true because. It tells you you're the most important relationship, of course, is between you and the universe and yeah. you and yourself, really. Right. So you can gain everything that you're seeking outside of yourself within yourself. Right. Which is what we, it's just preached about over and over and over and over and over again in this community. Like, yes. it's like, you know, you don't need anything. You're always love, blah, blah, blah. It's bumper stickered the crap out so of true. this idea. Yes. Um, but this book is actually explaining, it's like breaking down what happens in those emotional centers. Yes. And so the biggest thing that I'm like, that it's kind of like an overarching theme that they talk about a lot. And that's why it's the heart of the soul. Like they talk about the heart a lot. And it's the the feelings that you feel, you know, the feel it's like that pang in your chest. Yeah. That's, that's fear and doubt when it's reduced and reduced and reduced and reduced right. and reduced, right? Yeah. Whatever that negative feeling is, is fear and doubt. And whatever the positive feeling is, is love and trust. Yes. So those are the two things that you really need to sort of like pay attention to. Mm-hmm. So like for me, for example, you know, Sam and I have been having this this <laughs> ongoing, it's almost, it's comedic now, struggle with um, earning, <laughs> earning money. It's oh, funny at this point. Okay, yeah. I think it's funny. It's like, what is she talking about? Oh yeah, that Not, thing. Oh, money. It's like a thing. Yeah. It's hilarious, but mm-hmm. we're fucking hellbent and it's happening. So, but that feeling I get in my chest and I love how they've combined it. It's love and trust. Mm-hmm. Trust is so goddamn important. And something that we've talked about many times on this podcast is that I have a hard time with trust. Mm-hmm. It's a really hard thing for me. And the fact that they go hand in hand, mm-hmm. I'm like... Oh, now you have to learn how to trust. I have to learn how to trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fear and doubt. Doubt is the big one for everybody when it comes to manifestation and changing their lives and sure. jumping off the cliff. And, yeah. you know, like that's yeah. it. It's fear and doubt versus love and trust. That's it. Those are the two opposite ends of the stick. There's lots of crap in between. Yeah. But those are the two opposite ends. Yeah. And you need to ask yourself when you think any thought, any thought throughout your day, 
does it make you feel on the love and trust end or on the fear and doubt end? Mm. Basically, that's like your guide through life. Mm. So if you're in the fear and doubt, this is where I'm like, this is where they got me because I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this thing in my body. I'm feeling the fear and doubt. Now what? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm Because they're like, because my instinct is that is to avoid it. My instinct is to do that optimism thing. This is where the book fucking called That's me where out. I I read this chapter. I know you me. read it to me. And this is my point. Like when you read this to me, so you were done reading the book and you yeah. handed it to me. Yeah. And I was having a hard time. I was just in my journal. I was crying. <laughs> and I was like, it's okay. It's okay. And you're like, <laughs> you just open the book and you're like, impenetrable, impenetrable optimism. And then you started reading it. And I was like, oh my God. Like I was like feeling... The feelings of defensiveness, of frustration, of like, um, uh uh-oh, lots of uh (laughs) uh-ohs. I'm sorry, but that is the cutest response (laughs) ever. Sorry. But like, oh oh my gosh. Like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. I feel like the universe right now is just like... He just wants to, like, give you all the kisses and the hugs, you know? Oh, God. Okay, so just to clarify for everybody, mm. impenetrable optimism is when something bad happens and you're like, it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be fine. I Everything's meant to happen. The way it's meant to happen is fine. And what you do is you, like, blanket over the emotions that you really need to feel mm. and, and then start asking yourself why you feel those things or where they come from or, like, you need to dig in that that space a little bit mm-hmm. but you just cover it with like I'm good everything happens for a reason it's fine <laughs> like if you keep band-aiding the situation like that yeah. it's not you're not going to get anywhere mm-hmm. and I'm like it's almost, you know that question like who feels personally victimized by Regina George I'm like I feel personally victimized by this book like <laughs> this book is like well and you. so like what's so like so you uh, read out a type like an avoidance type of pain in your body and I don't know how many you mentioned there's a ton in like a dozen or something yeah like there so yeah it's the whole section of the book it's called running away so he's got I just I honestly want to name them because I feel like they're going to trigger stuff in front of our reader like our reader's going to our reader our listener is going to hear it and then think oh right yeah and everyone experiences these Absolutely. I saw myself in every single one. Yeah. Like, like it's oh, like, that's oh, me. Yeah. I was hoping I could just pick one. <laughs> no, there's like, <laughs> like all of them. Oh, no. All of them. All of them apply. Yeah. So there's anger, uh, hang on. workaholism. Yeah. I mean, me. I feel like we're all in that. Um, pass through effect. Uh, which one was this one? Can't remember now. Focusing, experiencing emotion. Um, oh, it's like, not feeling anything mm. like just completely ignoring your emotions and like just kind of going through like those mm. cold if someone's really cold mm-hmm. perfectionism <clears throat> yep people pleasing yep vacating which is like netflix and chilling your whole life mm-hmm. lots of people doing that boredom which means like completely ignoring any sign of vitality in life and pleasure in life um and that's when we get oh my god idol worship so this part caught worship, me off yes. guard. Yeah. Totally I caught thought, me off yeah. guard. Yeah. So I thought this was going to be like God or like, I don't know, things or capitalism or materialism. Like that's what I thought it was going to get into. Yeah. Um, but it's the image of yourselves, of yourself that you hold. 
Yeah. So whoever you picture yourself to be. So whether that's a mother or a teacher or I don't know, a politician, like you have an idea in your head of what that looks like. And so you just focus on, you'd rather focus on what that person would think and feel and do versus how you actually feel. Mm -hmm. So like for mothers, for example, like that martyr, there's Mm -hmm. a martyr complex with mothers. It's tough. Mm -hmm. It is tough because you have an idea of what a mother looks like. Mm -hmm. It's like this selfless person. And like, that's what was kind of modeled for our generation Mm -hmm. versus what actually feels good in your body and what lights you up. Mm -hmm. Like we sacrifice what we actually want to live up to to live up to the the idea of what we think we're supposed to be. Yeah. Then you've got, God, this hurts. Then you've got (laughs) penetrable altruism. Then you have entitlement. Yeah. Which, after reading this, I'm like, I thought I have confused entitlement, this hurts to say, folks, I'm going to say it, oh my God. with self-worth. With self-worth? Yes. So, like, this goes to, like, the the Leo part of me, okay. like, the sovereign part of me that's just, like, ugh, it does not feel good to say. But it's, like, there's parts of me that are like this right there's parts of me that definitely aren't but there's parts of me that i'm like oh this isn't this isn't good okay where you yes i'm remembering this part of the book now so it's like where you fly above other people yeah you think you're fundamentally superior Mm -hmm. and like it's like that competitive thing it's Mm -hmm. like you're in that constant competition with others um I can't remember all yeah. of the details of it, but yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is a thing. Like, it's like, you know, when people are like, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. I'm like, I know. Mm. But it's like, nuh-uh, because if you knew, your life would look a little bit different, mm. right? If you knew you were worthy of receiving money, you would easily and effortlessly receive money. Mm-hmm. But I've had this feeling, that entitlement of like... I know it's like, oh, it's weird. It's hard to like put my finger on it. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I know I've been confusing the two. Because um, like the purpose of entitlement is to keep you safe from. It keeps you, other keeps you away from length. other uh, people. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's in my mind. Like that's how yeah. I remember it. It's like it keeps you away from people. It requires the appearance of invulnerability. You are more frightened. The more frightened you are, the more entitled you feel yourself to be. Beneath entitlement is terror of ridicule and rejection. Like, I'm like, oof. The the desires of your personality are always met when they are the same as the needs of your soul. Mm. Um, Yeah, like, it's like, it's like, it's it's a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And it's that constant competition Mm -hmm. with others. Mm -hmm. And the way to make yourself feel better is making yourself feel superior. But it's like, and that's where I, you feel, I felt like that's where my self-worth was coming from, but it's the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Okay. This now I'm getting, I'm understanding it better. Yeah. So you thought your self-worth came from feeling like you were better than other people. Feeling superior, feeling like, oh, I've got that figured out or, oh, I understand that better, I think, than that person. Or it's not, it doesn't come from a place of feeling better better i think it comes from a place of feeling like i have more figured out right and that's not true right (laughs) so ouch so have you been um thinking like you are 
uh, worthy. Yeah. Like so when, when everyone's this, like, like, how come this isn't working? I feel really worthy. Yes. Because you feel like you figure think more things out than most people. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. But I'm like, it's not worthiness. It's entitlement. It's a defense mechanism. It's wow. a fear mechanism. So that one. Um, alcohol and drugs is another one. That one I feel like is obvious. And eating as well. I feel like both of those are. And sex as well. And like, these are all, to me, those are all self-explanatory. Yeah. Escaping. Yeah. yeah. Just avoiding painful emotions. Yeah. Um, and this kind of goes back to the entitlement thing that's coming around, that, that's mentioned in the beginning. That talks about intimacy and how, and judgment, having judgment of other people. I yeah. think this comes back to that entitlement thing. Um, yeah, judgment of other people. It, it, like the moment you're judging someone else is the moment that you're not in touch with your own emotions mm-hmm. because you don't empathize with any of the emotions that they're having or any actions that they're doing. And you d- you haven't spent any time with those emotions in yourself. Mm. So you can't humanize them or you can't recognize them or you can't um, see that other person as a person, right? I do feel like our culture and society hasn't helped with this because we're taught to... Mm, I love this. We are taught to categorize each other a little bit. Yeah. Like f- think of any high school right everyone's in groups and like it's all about judgy wudgy was a bear like the entire experience is judgment right it's like a survival tactic really yeah and so then you get out into the real world and you realize that you know we're all so much more than that like it's so easy to quickly like especially in this political environment that we're in we're just polarized yeah and it's like how could they think that way how could they how could they how could they it's like okay easy you know like just taking a step back and uh, recognizing that, you know, you make decisions that other people don't understand and that's okay too. Yeah. Like it's like being so self-reflexive in that way. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of circling a little bit here, but the judgment part and the, um, the intimacy part, which is allowing your connection with other people, like yeah. really establishing a meaningful connection with people Yes. in general. And I'm like, again, my, my, um, What's it? I can't even think of the word now. Not the idol worship. What's the word? Entitlement. Entitlement. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you know, I'm like, well, I've created that with my family. And like, I have really very deep, meaningful relationships in my life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this makes it out to sound like, oh, you're going to be completely alone if if you can't master this intimacy thing. And I'm like, well, I feel like I have it with my friends and my family, but I don't have it with acquaintances. Like, I, I struggle with that a mm-hmm. lot. Um, <laughs> and that comes from trust. Mm. that's where that comes from like i don't trust people yeah right that is it it comes from fear and like doubt right that's where that comes from and that stems from stuff i don't know i think maybe we have touched on it in like an episode way back in the day of me explaining like a bit of like childhood stuff and like high school stuff and like you know those kind of formative years of relationships that you make with people for me um and I do feel like I've dealt with a lot of it but I think there's stuff that hasn't come to the surface yet Mm. that is going to make a lot more sense Mm -hmm. but yeah it's this like the willingness to trust and therefore love people yes in general yeah 
that is not an easy task. Well, I mean, I feel like I don't want you to feel alone in how you feel because I'm, you know, sitting across from you telling you that my heart is fluttering <laughs> in, and has been for years. In fear and doubt. Yeah, yeah but not yes. in love and trust, right? right. Like, yeah. Um, do I, if my heart is causing um, strange rhythmic patterns that are causing me to pay attention to it and is cause for concern, if that's what's happening, I don't have an open heart. That's By right. definition, I don't have an open heart. That's so right. what does that mean? Right? That means that I'm like keeping people at a distance, right? Or I'm, I'm not trusting people um, yep. that I do feel like superior to other people to hold myself away from other people. Or I feel inferior to people, right? And I don't even bother yeah. reaching out to people. I'm or sure it's a fine balance like of it's both. Absolutely. A whole mixed bag of, <laughs> of defense mechanisms on my part. To a point where now I'm causing damage to yeah, my heart. Right. Because I'm physically. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've ignored opening my heart. I have right. closed it. Right. I have right. kept it in fear and doubt. And yeah. and now it's causing, you know, I'm repeating myself, but yeah. like, <laughs> I'm, yeah. yeah, I just don't want you to feel. Well, I do, I do want to read this one section. Because like, I took notes while reading this book because I was just like, dear God, I'm having so many thoughts. So I had to stop reading the book. I put it down and then I wrote in my journal. This is what I wrote. I've noticed emotions of embarrassment, shame, nervousness, fear in the first 50 pages of this book. I'm feeling guilty of experiencing emotions and not letting them go, not learning this valuable lesson sooner, not figuring out, not figuring this out sooner. A dose of humility. I have a hard time learning I am quote unquote flawed. My pride takes a hit and I become defensive. Even though I have this feeling in my chest, I will press on. I know more revelations will come and I will learn how I have been getting it quote unquote wrong. It will feel icky, but I will not turn away. I want to become better, healthier, aligned, powerful, trusting, and without fear. Exclamation point. And then I just kept taking notes. (laughs) I, feel like like, I need to bring out my journal. I love that on our you can do this podcast desk. We've got like we've got books, journals, and calendars, and candles, and candles, and all over oracle this book. cards. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is us. Let me just pull out my. What do I have to say? Uh, it's just. Yeah, like the point is that you're on earth in order to grow spiritually and give gifts that only you are capable of giving. Um, I love this part too. This is really important. Um, everyone's emotional landscape is like their fingerprint. Yes. Not one is the same. Yes. I'm like, whoa. Like as much as they can write this book to try and explain how you're feeling, they can't pinpoint it because everyone's is different. Right. And how you experience emotions in your body is yes. unique to you, like a fingerprint, like what, yes. what happens in your body when right. you experience emotions. Because, and he says this too in the book, like there, these, these are built in for a reason yeah there's a reason why yes you're experiencing these um limitations so you can undo them right like yeah so you can like work around them and learn yeah like it's not like it's the point of being alive yeah it's not like you're born and like this stuff was part of your journey of being human being alive it's not something that 
can be avoided. It's right. because like, we all have emotions for that purpose. The guidance. For the guidance, yeah. for that reason, yeah. right? Like what what happened to sadness? What happened to anger? Like those are, those yeah. are still emotions. Yeah. But instead of um, kind of like running away with them, it's like those are, that's feedback for you. Right. That's feedback about an area in your life or, a, yeah, I guess an area in your life yeah. that you get to discover and learn and dig into and, and yeah. sort out and become at peace with. Yeah. It's built there. It was yeah. built there. It's not. Right. You didn't. Like, because you're like, I feel wrong. I feel shameful. It's like, <laughs> I don't think the purpose was you were born and you, you, you fucked, fucked it up, up the whole time. <laughs> like, it's totally fucked up. No, uh, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's more like there's, you were born with this, this journey. You were born with this adventure and this is the adventure. Right. Right. Yeah. The adventure is hills and valleys and confusion and lost and like <laughs> is, you know, triumph and Yeah. That's what this is. It's not it doesn't I don't think it has anything a reflection of you or like where you've screwed up or anything like that. Yeah. Well I think it's I think it's all people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we all have these issues. Like like the, there's just so many different definitions in here. Like they ask you when you, when you think of the word perfection and it asks you like what's perfect in your life and what's not perfect in your life. And, you know, when you ask those things of your body, like and you, they ask you to make a list. So it's like, what's perfect in your life? So what's perfect? My, my children are perfect. Like they're just perfect little beings and souls. And it's like, how do you feel when you think about them? I'm like, really? I feel love and trust and admiration and gratitude and joy and all of those like blessed all of those lovely things and it's like instantly you can change that feeling in your chest if you think of a different word that is not perfect in your life and I'm like my sources of income bang instantly it's like that pang in my chest it's crazy how quickly that can change depending on what's going on in your brain yeah like the thoughts that you're feeling the meaning you make yeah with words yeah. Break it. It's crazy. Like the meaning I make around the word money. Yeah. Right. Like mm -hmm. it, it, it creates motion of energy in my body. It's wild. Yeah. Really. When you think about yeah, it, that's true. It's wild. Like yeah. I encourage you listener to think of something <laughs> that stresses that. you out and ask yourself, where do I feel this movement of energy in my body? Yeah. Um, Cause it is, it's like, it's, it can be quite revealing. And yeah. I think that's what they're encouraging in this whole book. It's yes. like the more awareness that you have of the emotions in your body, the more you're going to teach yourself about your own emotions, really. Because it's like no one can help you with this. Like you <sighs> have to figure this out. Yeah. Which sounds really daunting. Um, and they also say to any negative emotion that you have, not only does that stem from fear and doubt, but it is an attempt to control your environment, mm -hmm. right? It's an and it's a, a, an attempt and a, like a frustration that you can't do it, yeah, right? Like everything that's going on outside around you, you don't have control over that, right? You have control of everything that goes on inside in your body, yeah. But other than that, like if somebody does something that you don't like, yeah, and you're not aware, you don't have emotional awareness. 
you're going to lash out. You're going to get angry. You're going to get sad. You're going to cry. You're going to yell. You're going to do all these things that Mm -hmm. are out of a complete lack of control. Mm -hmm. And you feel like you have the ability to to try and control the situation or manipulate the person or convince them to do something else or God knows what. Yeah. Um, and they are explaining in this book too that that external external power and external control is really necessary to get us to this point in humanity. Yes, right. Like controlling your external. I can't speak. I, I've been <laughs> following right me? along. <laughs> I've like tongue tied like in, five times. I, I don't think I've cared. I'm like um, the attempt to control our external environment has got us to this place, like building yeah, yeah. shelter. And growing food and creating technology and making clothes, like all of these things to manipulate and control our external environment has helped us thrive and get to this point in culture and society. This book is arguing that is no longer useful because this stuff is just part of our everyday now. This is like part of living. It's not really surviving anymore. It's living. So now how we move forward and how we evolve to the next level of humanity is letting go of anything external that we want to control yeah and only focusing on internal yeah i love that so much that's the new paradigm yeah i love that you said that our kids kids are gonna be good at this yeah (laughs) maybe um but yeah i'm like okay okay i'm like this is the new the new way of operating as human beings yeah I love that you said that. It's so, so key because that's exactly it. That's why I'm like, this is the key. Like, this is it. This is the answer. It's about navigating your life and paying attention only to your emotions. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Because like we've said, that's your vibration. Mm -hmm. And if we're like tossing it kind of back to Joe Dispenza for a sec like energy is meant to move through your body yeah and when it gets stuck in certain areas in your body that's when it causes problems right so like physical ailments too like it'll turn into disease that yes that's exactly what I mean like it'll cause problems for you physically like illness wise cancer and something all all the kind of stuff after enough of exposure to it you're hearing you're you're I'm hearing like, a giant snow loader so, like, snowplow. Uh, boulders. No. It's, <laughs> it sounds like boulders. It's, it's just not. snow. Yeah. Anyways. No, it's this scraping. is the life I was talking about. If it's, it's not going to be babies, it's going to be like tractors and loaders outside of our house. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. fine. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So it will cause disease or it'll, it'll cause dysfunction in your body because energy is just simply not moving through your body. Right. It's stuck. It's it stagnant. Yeah. It's stagnant and stuck and yeah. it's stuck living in a spot. So, I mean, I feel like that that's something that the book didn't really talk about, which again, like that's why I loved the pairing of the two books yeah. together because it was, it's so clear about how this whole thing works. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, I, I get it, you know, yeah. and anytime that, so I can bring up an example, something happened, you know, Nick leaving. Yeah. Going for a couple weeks. I don't even know when he's coming back. Because <laughs> his flight keeps getting canceled. Nick is Sam's husband and he's, uh, despite all the crazy COVID odds, gone, gone to Germany. He has this, like, let's do a little side note. Okay. So in the beginning of 2020, he like serendipitously or divinely planned a round the world trip in January of 2020. So he managed to cross off as many countries as humanly possible during the year of 2020, yeah. which is crazy, yeah. right? 
and going kind of towards that part of the world as well. Oh, yeah. Like. He was he this is so funny. He was supposed to go to China and like in February of 2020. Yeah, they closed the border two days before he was meant to go into China. And he would have gone in if they hadn't closed the border. Yeah. So, thank God he didn't go. Because, yeah, he'd probably still be stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, so he's managed to travel. Travel is really important to him. He's managed to tra- He went away in 2021 to visit his sister in Germany. Um, and he went away now. He just went to visit his sister in Germany. Again. Um, for a couple weeks, but he booked a flight home and it keeps getting canceled. Yeah. Because pilots are sick. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> Staff is sick. You know, and the, the experience of him going, right, again, and me not going with him. Yeah. And I genuinely, like, I'm happy to be home and to focus on things that I really want to focus on. Like that really makes me feel happy. Like what yeah. would I rather do? I'd rather stay focused on what I want yeah. right now. Yeah. But it also kind of bums me out that I can't afford to go with him. Yeah. Like that doesn't feel good. I'm like, that's not right. That's right. Not, that's not right. my reality. And that yeah. doesn't feel good in my body. And you know, why is he wanting to go without me? Like, isn't right. right? Like, so these are all questions of self-worth and doubt. yeah, fear and doubt. Yeah. And so when these kinds of um, experiences come into play in your life, it's like, honestly, this sounds maybe annoying to people, but it's like, here you go. Here's an opportunity. What are you going to do? Right. Right. After reading that book, I was like, what do you want to do with this? Right. Right. Like, how do you want to play this out? <laughs> And it is this dichotomy. It's this dichotomy of. Um, did I cut you off? Sorry. Did you have an? No, it's okay. Okay. It's this dichotomy of, um, you know, being able to identify the emotion, learn from it, and then be able to switch it versus like that that optimism, impenetrable optimism that's like, this feels icky. I don't like this. Let's change it because it's better. You know, like that's that's your that's my my go to. That's my instinct is to like cover it up and move on and it's like no like it's this this balance of like understanding what that emotion is where it comes from and like I sit with that like that's what I'm confused about like that's where I'm having a hard time with it because I'm like Mm. it's like sit with it understand it and I'm like I don't what I wish there was like some kind of guidebook for me to like understand it and where it's coming from because it's like knowing what I know it's like all that obviously comes from lack of it's fear and doubt right it's fear and doubt and it's lack of self-worth and like I know what all of these things boil down to Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel like anything's changing so I'm like it's like there needs to be a different understanding that happens like some kind of different thing needs to click in my head I see what you're saying because the book didn't give you what to hands do. on yes <laughs> what do I do like it's yeah. like sit with it I'm like okay now what <laughs> yeah I agree with that yeah. I was kind of looking for that in the book too because it gave you here's um, the problem here's, here's the problem here's the yeah problem. like here's, the here's what you might be doing right and you're like oh yeah I do those things and yeah now and then it's like 
it doesn't give you a lot of information on like how do you change that right, right. it's like just turn it into love energy and you're like oh, okay yeah but that's a band-aid solution so like I, don't just seems, just, I can't just flip no, it over without I, understanding where it comes from because then I'm going to just keep having the emotion and keep flipping it over and still not understanding where it's come from I think that comes with time and experience with the I emotion so. like I do like and for, so to go back to my example like what did I do well I um, you know I talked about it with Nick Right. Like I just was I was vulnerable and I just I voiced out the things that I was thinking, even though I knew that they were like they weren't really true and they weren't um, uh, they were definitely fear. Like it felt like a child, like it just felt like it just right. But I still said it out, out loud. And luckily I have this awesome partner who's just lovingly looking at me. (laughs) it's like you're not saying the answer yeah right I I already said the answer to it right and I just um you just move through it yeah you just that's what you do you move through it you acknowledge it like don't band-aid it acknowledge it yeah it this I feel sad I feel frustrated I feel this it's like why and then you go into the why and you're like hey man this is like a on very 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 insecure foundation that I feel this way right yes and then I've actually been able to find empowerment in the situation. Yeah. Right. So it's not only that I was able to switch it from this insecure, needy person, but it's like, oh man, this is, this is awesome. I get to wake up in a bed by myself. And I know that sounds weird, but I'm like, I love that now. Like, yeah, just, I've been able to change it into a really powerful, I'm supported. I am loved. Right. Place. Right. And I just moved through it. Right. I didn't avoid it. I just moved through it and then yeah. got there. I think I think intention is helpful. I and they do mention that I think in the book. Yeah. Like it's like really fleeting. But like it's like a couple sentences that's like just change your intention from trying to control your your exterior circumstances and just yeah. change it to trying to understand your interior landscape. Yeah. Like just change your focus, right? Yeah. Like just focus on what's going on inside mm-hmm. and the answers will come. That's yeah. what I'm hoping happens. But yeah, I think that I mean yeah. Again, I, it's, I think it was a week ago I finished the book. Like, yeah, I think that's what it is, though. Yeah, I think it's just to just move through the emotion. And I'm going to bring in a horse reference, but so I <laughs> learning how to ride Shia, <laughs> and uh, she always cuts off in the corners. Like she always wants to like Ooh. go into the center of the arena, and I how I'm always having this hard time of bringing her out. And sometimes, like, she'll even, like, shake her head really fast. And, like, she's just like, no. Right? Like, she gives me kind of, like, attitude about it. And for a while, I've been, you know, like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Like, I'm getting, like, really, like, wrapped up in what she's giving me. And sometimes I felt it helped to be helpful to be like, we're moving through this. We're moving through this. We are moving forward through this. Mm -hmm. We're not, I'm not going to get into this like literal arena with you like I'm not going to right not gonna play this game that you want to play right of of being frustrated and grumpy and not wanting to like I don't want to play that game like that's not what we're doing we're not gonna live here we're moving through it right and then she's like okay yeah this is better (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so I don't know I feel like that strategy has been helpful just like yeah experience it and with the intention that you're 
going to turn this around. Right. It's not a, your permanent state. Like right. You're turning this around. Right. You just need you need the awareness to begin at some point. You yeah. Need, you need a square one, and square one is awareness. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention a couple more quotes because I found they were really helpful. Okay. These are about stress. So the amount of stress in your life is determined by how much energy you expend resisting your life. Mm. Like what's going on right now. Stress is your indication that you are resisting your experience in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Like. That's really good. Whoa. That's really good. (laughs) Like, think about that for a second. The only reason you're stressed is because you are resisting your experience in the present moment. Mm. It's good. And the other thing I think that's really, really, really important to mention in our world of manifestation really important is savior searching it's a term that they use in this book yeah which is like hoping something that you find externally is going to solve the problem internally yeah which again is bumper stickered the hell out of this (laughs) this realm right no um that next manifestation will make me feel more worthy you you have to be the vibration in order to attract it into your life right like we hear that all the time i know and like it's funny how different authors are saying it in different ways. Yeah. Like this person's just talking about emotions. They're not talking about the law of attraction. They're talk- not talking about vibration. They're literally just talking about how you experience life in the present moment. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's what they're talking about throughout this whole book. So if you're always searching, then you'll always be searching. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're mm-hmm. just focusing all of your energy on the next thing, even when you get that thing, you'll be on them to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's never about just being okay with where you are. Right. Which is that dichotomy. It's that dichotomy that we are constantly in the process of mastering, which is being completely fine, okay, joyful, trusting, you know, content, but also excited just to be exactly where you are. Mm. But you can't just stay there. You have to follow inspired action. You have to do things that light you up. You have to just keep going. Mm -hmm. With the expectation and the trust and the love that it'll all work out. Yeah. Right? Even when you're in doubt and mistrusting and fearful. Right. You have to be in this energy that it's all going to be okay. Yeah. I love that you said that because it just kind of like gave me an idea of we have to keep going knowing that our emotional journey is the path. Like it's on the path. <laughs> right. So what that means, yes, you're going to be met exactly. with frustration. You're going to yeah. be met with yes. anger, yes. sadness, whatever yes. it is. Yes. That's a part of the journey. Part of the whole thing. So that way you can, and this sounds like a bumper sticker too, but like rise above it, right? So that you can, a word that's been coming up a lot for me is the word override. Mm. Like override it. Like, no, right. Right. I'm not here for this. You know, I've kind of had this like, this new attitude about like, I don't want to be frustrated and sad anymore. <laughs> so true. I've been feeling you know? that lately too. Oh my like, God. I don't want to feel that way anymore. Ugh, like, I know. And the reason why we feel that way, you know, we feel like we're like that most of the time. We're not. But <laughs> it's because our body is so used to it. Yeah, it's Our true. body is so used to that chemical um, yeah. release of frustration and whatever. So that's normal to us. Yeah. You know, you're so right. That's like the, the default status quo vibration. Yeah. And that's what I want to override. Yeah. We got to fix that shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
like like yesterday. Yeah, like I'm I like know, no, I know. no, no, no. Like I'm not. I don't want to be here for that. Like, I had no, the, no. I had this thought yesterday or this morning that was like, what if I just thought, fuck it, and I just go absolutely all in and blindly believe that everything's gonna happen, like no doubt no I was just like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna be like a child and I'm just gonna be like oh this shit is magic and I can literally wave my wand and everything happens like I'm like I actually had this idea that's of like, brilliant I'm sick of this doubt <laughs> like I don't want to doubt anymore like ah, like what if I just was like you know and I I haven't done a journal entry on it yet but I might like write something out of that energy that's yeah. just like because I keep seeing, you know, stories of people like manifesting things in my like these different Facebook groups that I'm in or, you know, posts like it works. Da, da, da. And I'm just every time I'm just like, I hope it works for me. I, hope, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it'll work for me. And uh, I'm just like, I'm tired. <laughs> As you sit in your house looking over the water. I just have to. I know. And this know, is the point. So funny. This is the point. <laughs> right. This is that it's part of that savior searching thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right this yeah. is the whole point it's like can you just shut the fuck up and like look around for a second yeah right like stress is resisting the experience in the present moment like all of these things that's just like yeah i have to be okay with where i am but keep taking steps forward which i believe i am doing yes and i'm just filling up my time with doubt in the meantime which is just <laughs> so stupid <laughs> Because it's like, I am doing things. What should I do with my time? I know. I feel (laughs) doubt, insecurity, and frustration. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. No. Fear. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's what I'll do in the meantime. While I'm pursuing my goals, I'll just be, yeah, I'll fill up the negative space with doubt and fear. And that's where I'm like, this is where the empowerment comes in, where it's just like, no, come on. Mm -hmm. We can do better than that. You know? You're right. We can. We can do better than that. We, We have the ability to override these yeah. these emotions that you know we just come on yeah like no yeah it's You're right letting go of that old mindset you know well just you got to work on it every damn day like and had, every damn yeah. day and yeah you can't keep going. Yeah. Like you can't give up. It's so true because like you read these books, right? And you're like, yeah, energized and stuff. And then you're like, <laughs> you fall back, you fall back and you forget. I'm like, okay, this is the thing then you can't forget. Yeah. You just have to remind yourself. And it doesn't mean that you read the same book every no, day. It means, it means sometimes it means more intentional practices. I think that works for a lot of people like meditation yeah. and journaling and exercise and doing all of those things that you're supposed to be doing. I think, there's a reason you're supposed to be doing them. Like yeah. they are designed to keep you focused and on track and motivated and fulfilled yeah. and connected with the universe and your inner being and all that crap. Yeah. It's all there for a reason. We yeah. have the resources. We need to just do it. Yeah. We would like to take a quick pause from the show to share something with you that we've been working on for quite some time. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Introducing Instant Upgrade, the guidance program we have developed after much consideration over the past few months. Instant Upgrade is a series of packages that we have designed to help you manifest your dream life in a way that only works for you. Although there are many other programs out there that have served many people, us included, we realized we were looking for more of a tailored approach to our specific needs and desires. Over the past couple of years, we have been a part of one-on-one coaching as well as group masterminds, but we got to thinking, wouldn't it be cool if our clients could have the best parts of both? With one-on-one, you receive all of the focus for one hour with the perspective of one person. 
With a mastermind, you receive many perspectives and more support, but you have to share your time. This is where we come in. You get the perspective of two people with diverse understandings of the universe who are genuinely invested in your success. I have a degree in behavioral psychology and I am a generator energy type. And I have a bachelor of arts and I'm a projector energy type. Both of us have heavily invested in our own spiritual growth and development, and we are ready to pass on all of our knowledge to you. Let's create a specific strategy for you to begin living your best life. In Instant Upgrade, we will give you custom strategies, exercises, and home play, not homework, to help you shift into alignment with ease. This is the perfect way to start 2022, by being aligned, clear, and hyper-focused on your desires. And if this is at all speaking to you, don't wait to sign up because spots are limited. To learn more, visit our website at ourmanifestationjourney.com or click the link in the show notes. We can't wait to plurk with you and help you create your dream life. And now back to the show. There's one more thing I want to mention that I think has a direct tie to all of this. And that is that you and I have been playing around with astrology a little bit lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and this feeds into this this judging and this entitlement and this, um, this separation of self versus the other, like not being able to genuinely sit in compassion with others. So we've been learning about, I've been learning about uh, nodes, like the North Node and the South Node. Yeah. So they're determined by where this, these certain constellations are in the sky when you're born. So it's like part of your human design, part of your astrology, part of everything. And so um, my South Node, your South Node represents past lives and where you're most comfortable in your current life. And your North Node represents like the biggest lessons that you're trying to learn and achieve in this current lifetime, potentially future lifetimes, but definitely this current lifetime. And so my South Node is Leo, Mm -hmm. which is funny because it's also my sun sign. Mm -hmm. Like it's my... So you feel really comfortable. Where I feel super comfortable. Being Leo. Leo. Yeah. It's just like filled with pride and sovereignty and like just like king of the jungle right like there's like there's really great stuff with it like fiercely loyal and very generous and like all of those things but it's this like amazing amount of like pride and i think ego is attached to that and so the north node for me is aquarius which i think is also fucking fascinating because that is the energy that the entire universe planet is headed into right now the age of aquarius the age of aquarius yeah so i think that's really fascinating um so so i'm into the (laughs) mason my husband just walked by (laughs) holding my two-year-old who is completely passed out in his arms which is really freaking sweet i know he's been out helping my husband plow the snow so he's really tired baby oh it's really cute Um, so we're going to the age of Aquarius and the age of Aquarius is all about like humanity. Yeah. And the betterment of everyone Mm. and like being united and being, uh, like 
deeply caring for one another mm-hmm. and lifting everybody up and it's like the age of everyone it's not <laughs> the age of one it's the age of everyone mm-hmm. and the only way everyone can can rise is if we're all empowered and we all take care of each other and we all support each other and take care of ourselves like it's this age of like awakening of everyone thriving yeah. everyone thriving not just small groups so i think this is really interesting like moving from my past Leo into the future of Aquarius. And when I first read it, I was like, it was like, get into philanthropy and humanitarian work. And I was like, like, I've never had a call to do that. Yeah. I've never wanted to do that. And then I was kind of like, hang on, I'm kind of doing it (laughs) with like the podcast, right? Like we're documenting our journey in order to inspire others. And that has always been the intention. Like, if it feels good for you, it feels really good for me. I love it. Like if I can fucking do it, you can fucking do it. Like I want everyone, like you guys have heard how fucked up we are. And like, we're still able to like manifest our desires, right? Like we're just as fucked up as you are. You, I know, you know that if not more so, I'm sure some of you are like, wow, like they've got issues. Um, Like, you know, like I want to show people through my example, my vulnerability, my like, my rawness that they can, they can be just as empowered and they can be just as vulnerable and they can be just as, they can jump off the cliff too and they will survive. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of doing it there. But I also feel like I could do better. Like, I really do feel like I can do better. I feel like my whole motivation for becoming quote unquote successful has been to, it's like that, that savior searching. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like that outward. Um, validation, that outward self-worth. I'm only going to receive self-worth if I'm making X amount of money, if I'm, you know, have this many followers or whatever it is. Like it's, it's been external. Yeah. And only for my own personal validation. Right. That's what my motivation has been about. Yeah. And I know other people out there must relate to that. Like, it's like, yeah. I need to prove to myself that I can do this. Yes. Right. Like that's my only motivation. And I feel like reading this book, learning about this North Node, all of these things are pointing to the idea that it's not about me. Yeah. At all. It's about everyone. Yeah. And I've completely lost sight of that. And I'm like, I need to figure this out. Like my motivation needs to shift from the only sole purpose is for me to prove it to myself that I can fucking do it. Like if I know that I'm the universe in human form, of course I can fucking do it. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. The point is why? To prove to yourself that you can do it, that's pointless because that's that's a given. Right. Your motivation needs to be how what you're doing is going to help others. Yeah. How what you're doing is going to change the world. How what you're doing is like when you're honing your gift and you're honing that one thing that you were born to do on this planet. Mm-hmm. You're going to help masses of people, mm-hmm. right? In mm-hmm. the age of Aquarius, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like all making sense to me. I'm like, okay, so I've had it wrong this whole time. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So it has nothing to do with my ego and feeding my ego and proving to myself that I can fucking do this. It's mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It has to do with serving mm-hmm. humanity. Yes, yes, yes. This is what this is what Joe talks about. Serving humanity is the only fucking point of being here. That's it. So that's what the it's so great what you're saying because it's like that's the point like it's like the reason why we're doing this emotional work the reason why joe 
Right. Dispenza is on this is <laughs> crusade. Yes. Like is the reason why he's sharing all this, this out. Because it's it's moving from selfish endeavors, selfish energy, right. selfish reasons yeah. to selfless. And I know I'm I think about Glennon when she talks about selfless because she's just like like you're losing yourself. Right. Like no, not like that. I just mean like there could be a different word for it, but it's about when you're focusing on the others yes. who will receive yes. it, that is when that's it. Right. Like that's the point. And that is going to be the highest expression of your gift. Yes. Whatever gift that you have, the absolute highest expression of it is the one that influences the most people. Yeah. Right. And that's when you're shining the brightest. Right. Like when you are energetically riding high vibrating really high that is when you have the greatest impact on others right and that's like that's why you have to start exploring what your gifts are right away Mm -hmm. like you have to because humanity can't rise yeah if you're not and this all does stem from taking care of yourself listening to your intuition understanding your emotional awareness all of that stuff Mm -hmm. because you can't give fully if you're not understanding what all of that shit even means in the first place yeah Right. Like you, it's like our only fucking job, (laughs) only job on this planet, understanding who we are, understanding what our gifts are and then following the path to to that highest expression so that the world can be a better place. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the name of the game. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I've realized. (laughs) Really good. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, I'm having a crisis. It's so good. that Like, it's so cool that you realize that without reading the book that I read. Like, do you know what I mean? We've realized the same thing. Yeah. Been on different paths. Yeah. But we're realizing it at the same time. You have the same north and south node as I do. Yeah. You have the same. I don't even know how you looked it up for me. I don't even know. Yeah. You just just look up your birthday. You just said you're the same. Yeah. So you're the same. It's that same sovereignty is where you came from that like the the proud the but it's like you and then literally this article that i read was like you need to go out among the commoners and i'm like like and then that's this entitlement comes up in this book i'm like i feel hot and sweaty (laughs) like it's like i don't have this all the time i do need to make that clear like i was watching um the pursuit of happiness and like sobbing um, like a I, child yeah, i have to definitely vouch for you on this yeah you like donate to together rising yeah like you, i'm like you i'm not a completely no. entitled selfish asshole no. let me just if for first time people are gonna be like wow this she seems like a total bitch it's like okay well listen no, to the other 52 really, episodes you're really <laughs> nice honest. you're more considerate than i am in many ways like you think of things and how people feel before I do. Like, you're a very it's, empathic person. It's very nice for you to say that. No, but it's true. So I'm watching these <laughs> scenes of Pursuit of Happiness, and there's all these people. There's, like, lines and lines and lines of homeless people trying to get into shelters, and I am sobbing. I have to excuse myself to, like, go into the bathroom to actually ugly cry and then come back out. And my husband thought... I was mad at him and I'm like, it's nothing to do with you. I just, I can't believe there's all these people on the planet that don't know their true worth and their true self and they just don't know how to express their gifts. I have so many limiting beliefs. I'm like, oh my God. Like, humanity, like we've been sold this fucking lie. Yeah. We've been sold this lie that we're not magic and we're not the universe in human form and we don't create our world and everything just happens to us and we have to work three jobs together all that crap like yeah 
in areas of life that don't light us up, like just lies. Yeah. And look where it gets people. I know. And there's people all over the world struggling so hard right now. I know. And I'm like, fuck, like they've all been sold lies. I know. And it's heartbreaking. I know. So like, you know, and then that, <laughs> I so I saw that. that under this context of like where I'm, what the major lesson in my life is mm. this this age of Aquarius is my main lesson. It's like the one big thing that I, the nut that I have to crack in my lifetime is this one. Mm. <laughs> the door's open. Um, my husband's making a smoothie. Hashtag life. Um, so yeah, it's just been like, it's been a revelation. It's been eye-opening. It's been humbling. It's been humbling. Um, it's been helpful mm-hmm. um, and my dominant intention is to start operating from this place of just giving right mm-hmm. like because that's the whole point <laughs> not because it selfishly feels good or you know what I mean like yeah. just because or because I was told to yeah it's like no that's actually the whole point yeah that's why there's a lot of humans here Mm-hmm. And not like 10 of us, mm-hmm. you know, like that's why there's so many of us. Mm-hmm. Like the whole point is to grow and expand and help each other. Mm-hmm. And so my dominant intent is to start operating from that place while also taking care of myself and mm-hmm. understanding my emotional awareness, all of those things that we're constantly learning and evolving. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of, I think that's the main goal. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, for you listener, I think that's kind of the major takeaway from all of this Mm. is, you know, asking yourself how you can be more emotionally aware, checking in with your emotions and seeing how you can understand them more. Um, And then best model, right? We're all modeling to each other Mm -hmm. how best to walk through life. Mm -hmm. So if we can do that better for ourselves, it's just going to make life make more sense for others. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's kind of a big motivation for this emotional awareness Um, i feel like i want to after you've talked about giving i feel like i want to add to my star theory that we're all stars let's do it because it's like so i said it in the other our previous episode where it was just the two of us and i said um that we are stars we are all whole there are times where we feel frustration and, and darkness and therefore our light is dimmed when we feel love and bliss and giving Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. just feel expansive our light shines brighter yeah so not only is that awesome for us to experience for ourselves like to feel that expansiveness that big brightness that's in us but onlookers yeah to see you shine brightly illuminates their world that's right like it's it's such a receptive yeah right like it's such a attractive yeah like other you're illuminating other people's worlds right like you are raising their vibration too like Mm -hmm. that's the part of the giving right right like you're giving light to other people by being your highest expression yeah and doing what lights you up literally yeah like what that highest expression of your gifts yeah like that's just what's gonna make you feel good Mm -hmm. you're just born on this planet with that literal gift mm-hmm. and that's why it's called that this is all full circle like you are giving right to mm-hmm. to humanity to the planet to people you don't know to strangers right like mm-hmm. that's the whole point mm-hmm. 
So this is good. Ask yourself, I would say homework. Ask yourself when you have emotion, good or bad, feel that emotion in your body and where it exists. Um, other help you can do with this too, you could uh, contact our good friend, Skylar, who can help yeah. you clear energy from certain chakras if you need to take it to that next level. Um, I've helped found like searching on YouTube uh, yeah. chakra meditations are really, really helpful, really helpful. and like opening chakras. And Maybe, you know what I'll do? I'll include those in the show notes. We'll put chakra help in the show notes. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I have found that to be helpful. Like it literally re- re- uh, relieves pain. Right. In my body. So yeah. It's been helpful. Yeah. Like there's things that you can do, but I think in the immediate, when you don't have mm-hmm. your phone right away or whatever, like just sit with it for a second and ask yourself where you feel it in your body and take advantage of what it feels like in the present moment with that emotion. Just start there. Mm. And then just kind of with that dominant intention of really understanding your emotions, our understanding is that it's going to take you to better places, make you more uh, of a well-rounded human being, I think. Mm. So your star. Yeah, brighter star. Exactly. So start there. And then I would say the second part of your homework would be, are ask yourself, are you in alignment with your gifts? Where can you start today in giving those gifts to humanity? Even if it's a total baby step. If you want to be an artist and you haven't started, paint a picture, <laughs> right? Build a sculpture, like do something that is in alignment with your gifts to the planet. Um, because we're all waiting for you mm-hmm. and it, you're, you will make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey... I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity and I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Mom. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. 
If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling, M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. Okay, wait, I have one more question. Okay. So, okay. (laughs) I'm still trying to understand this one thing and I think... You'll help me clarify this. Okay. So the there's like the one point that I'm confused about and it's like, okay, if I'm really trying to understand this emotion, do I, because you've been saying that I spend a lot of time in my emotions yeah, and that I need to spend less time in my emotions. But I'm like, from what I'm understanding in this is like, I need to spend some time and dig deeper as to where these emotions come from so that they don't keep happening. I don't have to keep sort. I don't have the mm-hmm. same source coming over and over and over yeah. again for feeling angry and feeling frustrated and all of that jazz. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, what I would say to that is your emotions are always going to keep happening. There's that's like, that's not your, your point in your human life is not to rid yourself of emotions. That's not the point. I think like for people who are completely unemotionally aware, like they have no emotional awareness, something happens and then their duration of being in that, energy that emotional yucky energy lasts a long time but then if you gain emotional awareness that time gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller right being in that state right Right, and we know what happens when you're in that state things aren't going your way right right. your vibrations lower you're like attracts like you keep attracting the same circumstances right so if you can you're not avoiding emotions you're not trying to rid your yourself of experiencing emotions that's not it it's that when you experience emotions you have learned how to read what the emotion is trying to tell you figure out that it's most likely not true right what's what you are being told so for example you your emotion is that you know i feel bad i feel bad about myself i'm a bad person i feel bad Right. If you feel that in your body and then really ask yourself the question, is that true? Right. No, it's not true. You diffuse, you deactivate yourself from that emotion. And therefore, you're decreasing your time spent in that emotion. Just as long as it's not too quick, though. Like, this is my my worry or my, like, fear, I guess you could say. Like, you know, you can't, if you pivot too quickly, then you're never experiencing those negative emotions. And then it's a band-aid solution all over again it's your personal journey how you navigate your emotions my you know me saying that i think my experience of you is that you spend a lot of time in your emotions um and i was saying i don't know if i spend enough time there yeah like that's my perception of it is like oh god do i have to go deeper and like think deeper into these things because no, i'm like I, I feel like i already do this but i don't i, feel I don't like know what the be, solution is i feel like that would be on the scale of dwelling right like if we are going to have mastery over our emotions it's that we experience them but they're not they're not overcoming they don't overcome our whole bodies they don't we don't become emotionally numb we experience it but it's not as intense it's not right. as it's not as debilitating it's right. not as right you know like that's 
the kind of integration that we want to have with it and they they're here to tell us things about ourselves they're here to tell us things like they're just it's just feedback for ourselves so it's right. like what do we learn in that moment it's a teaching moment like what message does your body have to tell you about yourself right now and that's where you that's where the transformation starts to happen i think like take it with patience like you don't have to yeah emotions are tricky they cloud your brain and you can't think straight and but you'll get there yeah, you'll get there. It's like practice, right? It's just practice. This isn't an overnight thing, but I think that the goal is to not live in a state of <laughs> shit mood, right? Like it's <laughs> right. Joe, not, not let those negative emotions rule your life. Yeah, like they become. For Joe, he talks. He's like, they become your part of your personality. Right. That's not what we're doing here. Right. We're, right. We're having. We only have the present moment. Right. We only have that. So. If we get to choose how we want to live in that present moment, then choose it. You know, right, like right. don't let it take over your your day or your week or your year or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. It's mass. It's mastery of of your um, emotions, emotional intelligence. Right. Like recognizing them, being okay with them, mm -hmm. understanding where they come from, letting them go, choosing a better thought, moving on. Yeah. Right. Instead of quickly masking, quickly band-aiding, quickly moving on, quickly like diverting, avoiding, running away, all of that stuff. Yeah, or sinking lower into it, like right. really feeling, you know, like right, 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 right. letting yourself dwell and live there. Like, right. yeah, I don't know. I This is personal to me, but I just feel like I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want my body to be overrun by my emotions. I want to be vibrant and like an like a a, a very active participant in my life. I right. want to a, be like a confidently like a person that's active from a place of trust and love. Yeah. Right. Like openness, trust and love and just like zest for life, like thriving. That's right. what I want. You yeah. Know? I don't want to be dim and dark and down you know and I, i'm time. not saying not yeah, ever <laughs> no and that's what i mean that's because again to my point like emotions are here to tell you things so right. like they're here for a reason the point isn't to rid yourself of the experience of emotion right they are your they are necessary right in your development right they're necessary it's your guidance system please right. don't deactivate that <laughs> like you know you'll get like, a lobotomy it's like you're flying a plane and you're just like you have a navigation system and it's like i'm just gonna take this out because you know it takes me places that i don't really like going it's like <laughs> no don't do that <laughs> like we need this system right, right we right, need right. this system to help us get to where we want to go right. we need this system right we yeah. just haven't figured out how to use it yet use the system got it you know okay that like, makes more sense it's not it's an emotional guidance system and the only way you're gonna learn how to do it properly is to try it and just keep doing keep it. trying it yeah right like abraham is like contrast right yes you're having contrast to t give you information about this is something i don't really like yeah you, like that kind of thing it's a feedback system don't don't blow right. it up like just <laughs> it's right. a great it's a wonderful system right just use it to your advantage don't let it don't let know, it take over your life like over yeah. yeah it's not on cruise control navigation like you're right. an active driver here you're an right. active participant in this um in the in your life you're setting right. the destination right you know okay 
that's super helpful. I'm here if you need help. <laughs> I don't know. That's true. I could come to you and be like, Sam, I'm having trouble with my navigation system. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, go get yourselves a Sam. Okay. Actually, one thing I wanted to say. Books. Yes. We read them. That's right. We have a reading list. Oh, Our right. reading list is ever evolving. Okay. So I'm going to update. I think I'm, my goal is to update it once a month. Okay. Um, so by the end of this month, January, we'll have a refresh of new books that we've read. We do a quick little blurb. It's not a massive review. It's like one or two sentences yeah. of the book. So we talked a lot about The Heart of the Soul by Gary Zukoff and Linda Francis. And Joe Dispenza's book, too. I'll link both of them in the in the show notes, but I can also link our, our library. So yeah, you can so you can have read. access to our library, which um, basically you, you start with us. Like every book we've read, we've included that has to do with uh, self-development. And we're going to keep growing that list. So you can join our email list where you'll receive a once-a-month email with... Um, new books that we've read that have been super helpful like this one yeah sam's uh much quicker on the reading front um might be because she doesn't have responsibilities around two kids i like yeah i, I enjoy reading yeah i mean it's great because then you're like okay hey, you have to read this one like yeah. you'll crush books and you're like i read like one to your like five maybe mm. maybe ten mm-hmm. um but i got through this one I'm well, you sure listen to podcasts and i don't i do to listen podcasts. to podcasts you're right so that's where i get my brain food um anyway we digress um okay sorry <laughs> it's okay <laughs> bye <laughs> i don't know be like a smart less. Yeah. Bye. Bye. No. As always, as always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard. This is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. It, yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.